Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome. So happy to have you here today. I hope that wherever you are listening to this in the world and wait, y'all, guess what? There are people listening to this in Ghana. There are people listening to this podcast in Europe. There are people listening to this podcast in Brazil. So that's really exciting for me to see that the message of Ifa is spreading throughout the world through, you know, a microphone and uh, an internet connection. It's pretty powerful. I think it's one of the most amazing and extraordinary opportunities that Ifa can continue to go all around the world, be global around the world and touch people's lives everywhere. It's something that makes me very, very happy, very grateful. So one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot, especially as um, I've had increased responsibilities in the tradition is really how to balance having more than one shrine, more than one Orisha or Ifa in this case, having more than one uh, Igba vessel that we're required to or responsible for taking care of. And I know if there's a few people that I know in my world who have maybe three or four um, shrines that they're responsible for, and they also work full time. You know, I think one of the distinction is is that often we we compare ourselves, we try to emulate our Nigerian sisters and brothers who are in the tradition. And you know, one of the things that's important to remember is that many of the Yanifa and Babalao, Yalarishas and Babalorishas in Nigeria, they are full time priests. That is their livelihood. They don't have regular jobs. They don't, I mean, they, that is a job, but they don't have, you know, they're not putting on a suit and tie and going into the office to the accounting office. They're not doing that. Many, many, many are full-time Yanifa Babalao. So they're really responsible for taking care of the community. Here in the diaspora, there are some that have gotten to that place where their finances and, you know, have are organized in such a way that they're able to be full-time priests and have health insurance and, you know, take care of their mortgage or rent and their car payment and house and food and family and all the rest of those things. But for many of us, that is not the case. And so one of the struggles that I've noticed is trying to emulate what our Nigerian counterparts do at the same time, (laughs) trying to manage, you know, Western living where we have regular nine to five jobs. And one of the things that I know that I have certainly been challenged by over the years is the struggle, frankly, of maintaining so many shrines. I have a number of shrines and There was a time for me when 
Um, we, we have something called Osei Days. Um, if you're a practitioner, you are aware of Osei Days. It's a basically the Yoruba week, uh, the traditional Yoruba week, not the Western uh, week, but the traditional Yoruba week is a four-day, please, a four-day cycle. And so what that means is that every four days, you kind of come back to the same beginning point. Uh, Osei days are specific to, uh, they're not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's uh, the cycle of when you worship your particular Orisha. And those are usually the Orisha that you're initiated to. But for some of us, we can be initiated to Orisha and there'll be like five on one Osei day. And so imagine preparing food items or doing other sacrifice, edge sacrifices, or, you know, clean, cleaning X number of shrines. And particularly if you don't have helpers, you know, whether that's other uh, members, if you're in an Elay or you have, you know, children <laughs> um, who can help to clean, you're really responsible for cleaning your shrines, feeding, preparing, you know, preparing whatever the food items are, as well as, uh, or, you know, going and getting uh, birds or what have you in order to provide, provide that for those shrines. And so, you know, a lot of us struggle Honestly, I struggle. I still struggle um, to make sure that I'm maintaining Osei days. And sometimes, you know, I get sideswiped. I have to drive my son to school. And, you know, the morning opportunity to pray with my shrines doesn't happen because then I come back and I'm in a back to back to back meetings. And so, you know, then you're struggling at the end of the day trying to get that done, you know, make dinner and all the rest of that. So that's a real, it's a real um, experience. I don't want to minimize it because I don't also, you know, you may hear me uh, as a Ianifa uh, and a founder of, a, of an Elay, you might, you might hear things and you might think, well, geez, that's not very, you know, she's not, she doesn't sound like she's a very good priest. Like, wow. Like, how could she be saying that? Listen, I don't need to sugarcoat anything. I don't need to BS anybody. I don't need to pretend that I'm perfect because that actually doesn't help you, doesn't serve you well at all. If I pretend that it's easy, if I pretend that it's nothing but a thing to try to study and learn and, uh, you know, learn a complete tradition for which there isn't a direct community uh, connection, you know, here in the diaspora to emulate what I see my Oluo in Abiyokuta doing. Like, that's just not fair. It's not fair to those of us here in the diaspora. It's also not fair to me right? Because I can already put undue pressure on myself. So, um, I try to give as real of examples. I know I've said this to some folks in my Elay and people seem really relieved. And it's not to say that we then lower our expectations of ourselves to, you know, to rise to the occasion, to do the work that we need to do. But it is to say that, Everybody around us is sort of like social media. You know, we look at people's social media and we think, oh my gosh, they have the best life ever and they're rolling in money and love is just flowing from the skies and everything is hunky-dory. Well, yeah, that's because those are the pictures that they posted, right? Like they're not going to post the pictures when they're in a full out battle with their spouse or when their child is basically telling them to screw off. Like they're not going to post those moments. Most people don't. Some people do. Uh, and so, 
you know, I think in the, I think part of what is a stress reducer is to know that everyone's juggling different things and everyone's working to try to, um, continue to improve. Um, but that there are things that people are juggling. I certainly juggle managing the shrines that I have as well as family member shrines and, um, other member shrines. And so that's just something to know. But one of the things that I do want to, I wanted to share today, because I think it's also like extraordinary on how Ifa continues to give us guidance, how the Orisha continue to give us guidance. And sometimes we can see the same guidance and it doesn't resonate until that moment that it really resonates. So I recently, like the last couple of years I had um, in my Odun Ifa, one of the messages from Ifa was, you know, Ifa says that um, it's important or that Ifa has not been listening to you. That was the message. And so there was some rituals that had to be done and, you know, which also included me um, doing doing my part. Um, and so what's interesting today, I was doing some study and I came across a Odu Ifa um, essay, a verse, and Odu Ifa, the sacred texts of, of Arumila and Ifa, or of Arumila, um, which is essentially the guidance and word um, from Oludumari, that Arumila is responsible for ensuring um, is, is provided or available for, for humans. Um, and the way that we access it is through Ifa, which is hopefully not too complicated, but this particular Odu Ifa is, um, uh, Owarin, uh, Dagbon or Owarin Ogunda. And in this particular verse, it speaks about the importance of taking care of our shrines. And, it says, uh, the Odu says, ancestors give support according to how well they are worshipped. Every divinity rewards according to how well it is worshipped. So just think about that for a second. I'm going to interrupt this. But ancestors give support according to how well they are worshipped. Hmm? Every divinity, that's every Orisha, rewards according to how well it is worshipped. Right, so think about right off the bat how important it is that the more we acknowledge and work and develop that relationship with the Orisha and Ifa, the more those entities, those spiritual energies support our forward progress. If we worship Ifa diligently, Ifa will reward us with goodness, cast divination for Arumila, who is traveling from the earthly, earthly Ikole to Ikole in Orun. Arumila was going to bring to earth 400 crowns from Olodumari. They asked Arumila, how can 400 crowns be adequate for the people on the earth? Arumila said, "Mm, it's not for everybody, except those who are committed to worship. So I wanted to share this verse because... What I love about this is that there is abundance for everybody, right? 
There is abundance and all abundance of good health, abundance of long life, abundance of healthy children, great spouse, wonderful home, financial prosperity, uh, job prosperity, marketplace prosperity, all of those things. There is plenty of abundance. There's 400 crowns coming from Oludumari. Oludumari is the supreme invisible, invisible creator of everything. Hmm? Um, but you know, the people are like, well, how's 400 crowns going to be enough? And Rumila says, well, they're not for everybody. And this is just an important realization and remembering that when we're doing Dafa, when we're getting Ifa's messages, when we're doing the work, we have to do, we, we have to remind ourselves that it's important for us to, um, it's important for us to invest ourselves because the support that we give, the homage that we give to the Orisha, to Ifa, is the support that, that those energies, those entities give back to us, right? If we're praying for openings in particular ways, and we're praying to Obatala for tranquility or for elevation or expansion or whatever, um, or we're praying uh, to Oshun for, you know, introspection and, and evolution and sweetness in our lives, right? Well, it's also important to acknowledge those Orisha with things that were their favorite items, their favorite food items or, you know, whatever their, whatever the offerings are, because that way it develops this relationship. I think the relationship part of this tradition is not articulated well enough here in the diaspora. And I know I struggled with it and I'm still continuing to develop and learn. But it's like if you have a best friend, you're not going to starve that person, right? You're not going to not acknowledge that person. You're not going to not speak to that person, hopefully, right? And for them to be your best friend, if your best friend, if it's your best friend or a dear close friend, you're going to be in communication with them. You might, you know, share a meal with them. You might share a drink with them. It's the same with our relationship with the Orisha and with Ifa. And there, you know, when you're keeping your Ose days, which is, you know, today is Ifa's, um, the Ose day for Ifa Arumila, along with other Orisha and Irumale. And so if I'm keeping that connection, that means I'm developing a greater sense of listening. My intuition is developing, is, is becoming more heightened. Um, I'm able to hear the Orisha speak to me or Ifa speak to me. Um, I'm able to adhere to the guidance from my Ori. So it's all of that, but it's important to maintain that relationship, maintain that connection. And I think how this becomes very different, I don't, I don't know, again, as, as you've heard me share, I don't have, I didn't grow up Christian. And so I'm just thinking about this through a Christian context for a hot second, because in this country, the United States, it's hard to not be exposed to Christianity. But I don't know that there's, there's kind of an experience, um, I think, when people are asked to, you know, develop their relationship with with um, Jesus. And then I think it goes a step or two further um, in the Ifa tradition. But at the core of it is relationship, is connection, is the ability to still ourselves, quiet our minds so that we can really commune and connect with the Orisha, that we can hear their guidance because they give guidance. <laughs> um, 
you know, but you have to have developed that connection. So, and this will do, I think it's important for us to recognize there's, there's all kinds of goodness for us, right? If we feel like we're doing Ebo and we're doing Saka, so if you're initiated uh, to an Orisha or Ifa and you're doing, you're faithfully doing your Ebo, but you're still not, you still feel like you're getting maybe the the same messages. I would encourage you to start to really think about your relationship with your with your shrines, with your the Arisha you're initiated to, or Ifa. What is that relationship? Are you able to maintain your Ose days? Are you alternating those days? Like I, I you know, today I'm going to feed Eshu, and to, and four days from now I'll feed Ifa. Or am I, you know, what what are you doing? Because this is an important reminder. And this Odu, Ohwarin, Ohwarin, Ogunda, Ohwarin, the the alias is Ohwarin Dogbun, is to remember that all of our abundance comes in the connection and the relationship with our Orisha, the ones we're initiated to. Or the ones we may have been told we need to initiate to. And so, you know, taking those opportunities to listen, to connect, to understand, to grow more closely with with that energy and to hear that energy, to feel that energy, to acknowledge that energy. So hopefully this is helpful if you've struggled as I have had and as I still do at times for sure. Uh, managing, you know, household, managing businesses, managing all of these things, and also making sure that I'm um, adhering to the Osei days, you know, getting the items that I need for Osei days. Like it's a, it definitely becomes a very full plate. Um, But this is just a reminder that um, the ancestors give support according to how well they are worshiped. Every divinity rewards according to how well it is worshiped. So if we worship Ifa diligently, Ifa will reward us with goodness. So just remember, the more the more we can be connected to our Orisha, Ifa, the more we can create that time and space where we don't also just feel like we're doing it because we have to, but like we come to those shrines, wherever our shrine space is, you know, really happy to be there, really um, excited to be there. Um, to be able to start to develop that relationship. Think about your friends, you know, think about your relationship with your friends that are your most meaningful and think about how do you transform maybe an element or aspect of that to your connection to your Orisha. So with that, I hope, uh, I hope this was informative and helpful. Um, And if you have been struggling, you know, it's okay to start again, right? The Orisha are not sitting around, you know, you know, working on being punitive to us. They're not doing that in that way. Um, But if we forget them, they forget us, right? They're not going to force us to do something. They can't be over there, you know, dragging us to the shrine. Like they're not going to do that. Um, But the closer we can get to them, the closer they will get to us. And the greater, the greater we will be able to connect with our destiny and manifest that destiny in this time and place that we're called to be, that we're called to be here. We have important missions, important things we're here to do. So again, I hope this was helpful for you. Please feel free to leave a comment or a note. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, if this was helpful. And also if there's other things that you'd like uh, for me to discuss along the way, that would be awesome too. 
until I show up on your airwaves. Have an amazing, amazing day. Orabo. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.